0: And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church.
1: And the church said amen in Jesus' name, and you can be seated. Amen. Brother Larry, can I tell you this morning, I too want to be a man after God's own heart. Amen. Brother Danny, when when you read about David, and David, aren't you thankful for a God that just didn't use perfect people? Brother Toby, I'm so thankful that God used folks just like you and I. Amen. I'm I'm thankful, Brother Jack, for a God that first loved me. Amen. I'm thankful, Brother Kenny, that I that you and I both could be men after God's own heart. Amen. And aren't you thankful, Pastor? When when David didn't hit the mark, he found a place of repentance. Amen. Aren't you thankful, Brother Alan? When we don't hit the mark. Can I tell you, I'm thankful that we can find a place of, of repentance and altar somewheres. And Sister Sherry, just ask God. Ask God to forgive us, all right? Go up in the newness of life and keep moving on in Jesus' name. And, and I know we all know the story about David and Bathsheba, but I would just, just like to, for just a few moments, uh, we're going to go backwards, Brother Everett, and then we'll come back forward. But... But it said in 2 Samuel 11, 1 through 5, and it said it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when kings go forth to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But the church said, but David tarried still at Jerusalem. The Bible said that there was a time when kings go forth to battle, Brother Larry, but the king, David, decided that he would hang around. Can I tell you when there's a time to, that God wants us to do something, it's not the time, Brother Jack, to tear you around when God's moving on our heart to be about Getting up and being about our father's business, Brother Ray, that's the time, as they saying, while the iron's hot, that's the time to hit the iron, amen? But something had got into, um, something had got into David. I don't know what had happened to the man that was a young lad, um, Brother Jack, that had killed the bear and the lion. That had killed Goliath, the giant. That, that when he walked out, the Bible said that all the Israelites, brother Jerry, went and hid behind the rocks. Amen. Said he went out and before sister Kathy for forty days and was just making fun of them. Amen. And they would even the king Saul would go and hide, brother Danny. But but this man here, this this David here, this wasn't this young lad. This wasn't the man that killed. Goliath. Amen. He Something had happened, Sister Lana. He had said, man, I don't know. You know, sometimes, and I don't mean this to sound funny, but Sister Jen, sometimes prosperity hurts Christians. Right. Amen, church. Right. Sometimes when we have all we need, Sister Amy, we don't always look to, to the Lord for deliverance, to do the Lord for help. It's so easy for us to turn, Sister Chelsea, to our own arm, to our own flesh, to make our own way, Brother Junior. And can I tell you that David... It, this man, the Bible says that they sang songs, Brother Orlando, about this man had killed his 10,000s. Can I tell you, Pastor, if there ever was a man of war, this man called David was that man. Amen. Can I tell you that he, he, he liked to fight. Amen? But but for some reason, he, he just lagged behind. And, and verse 2 said, And it came to pass in an evening time that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And get this now, in verse 3 said, And one said, Is it not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife you arrived, the Hittite? Brother Kevin, can I tell you, the Lord was talking to David and giving him an opportunity right then, right then to get off the busy interstate. Amen. Aren't you thankful for a God that'll shake you? I'm so thankful, Sister Melinda, for a God that'll knock on your heart's door. Amen. You know, um, I'm so thankful whether it's in the middle of the day, Brother Darrell, or whether it's in the middle of the night. Amen. Maybe it's through a song, brother ready? maybe it's through somebody's testimony, maybe it's just me and you reading the Bible, brother Chris, that God a knock on our house door. I'm so thankful for that. Somebody said to David, said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah, the high tie? But verse four said, And David sent messengers and took her, and she came into him and and he lay with her for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. Verse 5 said, and the woman conceived and sent and told David and said, I am with child. Can I tell you that that David knew who Bathsheba was, Brother Jerry. This wasn't just some lady that he walked up on in the middle of Publix, amen, and struck up a conversation and decided, Sister Mary, that he was going to further along down the road but can I tell you that the Bible said that Bathsheba's grandfather was a trusted advisor to David her father was one of David's mighty men can I go on a little further and tell you her husband was one of his mighty men also so sister Townsend this wasn't just by accident David knew who Bathsheba was and can I back up for just a minute, Sister Amy, and tell you, I just don't believe Bathsheba had a chance of getting out of that. How do you look at the king and say, I'm just not coming? Right. See, Brother Danny, it's hard for us, to, and I might have said this last time, but it, it's hard for us to wrap our mind about being under the authority of a king because we've been free by the grace of God. Amen. But Sister Betty, can I tell you, when the king said something, things happen. Amen. So Jesus, if he told you to, you know, like when the king said, the the... John the Baptist was in prison. And the girl said, I want John the Baptist's head on a platter. The Bible said that it hurt his heart. He didn't want to go get him because he liked John the Baptist. But he, the Bible said that nevertheless, at his word, he done gave his word, Brother Larry, because he told a little girl, he said, if whatever you want up to half of my kingdom, you can have it. Yeah. Amen. So, so, so here's my point is that King David knew Sister Joy, who Bathsheba was, but he went ahead and done this thing anyway. Hard to wrap your mind around. I thought here for just a minute. I, I thought about what Samson had told his mom and daddy in Judges fourteen and two through three. It says, and he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timoth and of the daughters of the Philistine. He said, Now go therefore get her for me to wife. Verse three said, Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistine? And Samson says something very revealing here, Sister Lana. He said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. So, Jen, can I tell you that obviously David set his kingship and his robe up on the shelf somewheres, and he was more interested in pleasing his flesh, Brother Allen, than he was doing what was right for God. Amen. God had told him it's time to go fight. This is a season that we fight. We don't fight in the winter because it's too cold, Brother Brian, to get our stuff around. We fight when it's springtime. Amen. It was that time. But he, he had a little bit of Samson in him. He said, go get her, for she pleases me well. That's what Samson said. Can I go on and tell you what David's son wrote in Ecclesiastes 2 and 10? He said, whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart. He said, my heart from any joy. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of all my labor. Can I tell you, church, that your heart will get you in trouble? Amen, Sister Joyce. Can I tell you, our heart would get us in trouble. Can I tell you, David looked on the woman called Bathsheba, Brother Junior, but can I tell you, his heart was in another place. Amen. He had the same attitude that Solomon had and the same attitude that, that um, Samson had. Brother Dale, it was because it pleased his flesh. I thought about how James 1 and 27 said, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father this is this. He said, to visit the fathers and the widows in their affliction. But Sister Shannon, he didn't stop there. Now, that's a pretty heavy commandment right there, Sister Cricket, if we just stop right there. But Sister Betty, James went on to write, he said, to keep himself unspotted from the world. Brother Donnie, can I tell you, that's a mouthful when you say keep himself unspotted from the world. Can I tell you, we're talking about this morning, Brother Kenny, about a clean heart. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, Brother Dave, but, but can I tell you when, when I, I, I don't have a problem with visiting the fathers and visiting the widows. Amen. I understand that we need to give because God's blessed us, Sister Melissa, and I want to bless God back by blessing somebody. But Brother Leonard, can I tell you, sometimes, this world has such a draw, amen, and it will draw you in, amen. Can I tell you, it's very easy to get a dirty heart when you get messed up into the world. Because can I tell you, the world, Brother Jack, will tell you, you, you just need more and more and more and more. Brother Rich, can I tell you, the world will convince you it's all about you and nobody else. The world will convince you, Sister Melinda, that it's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But Sister Kathy, can I tell you, the Lord would tell you to turn the other cheek. The Lord would tell you, Brother Dale, to love those that despitefully use you. The Bible would tell you that pray for those. Pray one for another that you might be healed. Sister Jane, can I tell you that this it's easy if we get caught up into this world. Think about that, church. It's, it's hard to, to keep yourself unspotted from the world because the world is ever pulling, Sister Michelle, at you and I. Because I'm convinced the Bible said out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth's going to speak. Brother Kevin, what's ever in your heart, what's going to come out of your mouth? Can I tell you right now, Sister Chelsea, it was in David's heart. Come on now, church. It was in his heart to do wrong, Sister Amanda. Because God sent him a man and said, ain't that? And ain't that? But David, Brother Junior, just walked right on through that. I wonder how many times I've walked through the warnings of God that God said, hey, ain't that? And Brother Chava, I just didn't pay that no attention, amen, because the Bible said that we reap what we sow. The Bible said if we sow to the wind, Brother Mike, we're going to reap a whirlwind. Can I tell you, David found out a whirlwind when he got this going on. Sister Brittany, I don't know about you, but I want to keep those whirlwinds out of my life. Amen. I, I want to have a clean heart, but I want to be like David, Brother Wayne. When I do slip and fall, I want to find a place of repentance. I don't want to take that thing and, and sweep it underneath the rug, Brother Jack. Amen. I want God to, I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful for the conviction power of the Holy Ghost. Sister Jessica, I'm thankful when the man of God stands behind the pulpit and says, Thus saith the Lord, and it convicts my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't want God. Pastor, we just talking about a reprobate mind. I don't want that reprobate mind. Right. I want my heart to be tender before the Lord. Yeah. Brother Jack, that God can move on my heart. Amen. Yes. Yes, Amen, because it's going to be too late, Sister Donna, when we stand before God to say, Oh, my. Oh, Sister Gathering, I don't want it to be like we're going to get to Psalms 51 in here in just a minute. But I don't want to wait until it gets that long, Brother Jerry. Aren't you thankful in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13? It says, there has no temptation taken you but such as common to man. Think about that, church. Brother there, we have no excuse. Come on now. You know, there was a way back yonder when I was a young man. And there was a, a guy on TV, I think his name was Flip Wilson. He used to run around and tell everybody the devil made him do it, Sister Susan. But can I tell you, that work on TV land. Come on now. That'll work at TV land, but it won't, as Alan Jackson would say, it won't work here in the real world. Because here in the real world, you've got to give an account for some of that, Brother Donnie. Amen. you're not just going to get by and say, the devil made me do it. You better find an altar somewhere there. You better repent. Because if you don't, it's gonna be just like it was with David. One day the man of God's gonna walk into your life and say, Thus saith the Lord, and it's gonna be a bad day to be you. Oh, I wanna get it right on this side of the dirt, amen. Right now, amen. Can I tell you what Charles Spurgeon said? He said, as soon as ever we are Conscious of sin the right thing is not to begin to reason with sin or to wait until we have brought ourselves into proper state of heart about it he said but to go at once and confess thy transgressions unto the Lord there and then there and then amen can I tell you sister Joel, when God's dealing with our heart come on now amen I know there ain't no, is that what he said, procrastinators in the room? I know there's none of those in here. I just little Wayne. I'm just talking about little Wayne this morning, amen? Because Brother Leonard, little Wayne can put off a lot of things, amen? But can I tell you, sometimes as they say where I come from, you just got to face the fiddler, amen? I remember as a young boy, daddy said, boy, I need you to mow the yard. Brother Kevin would call me and say, Little Wayne, won't you come over the next street over? We're going to play cops and robbers on our bicycles. Boy, I'd just tear out and go to Brother Kevin's house. and We'd have a good time. But can I tell you, Brother Kenny, about a quarter to six, my daddy was pulling up in the driveway. He never failed. He always got home at a quarter to six. We ate supper at six o'clock. Brother J.T., it didn't take my daddy. He was a smart man. It didn't take him long to figure out Little Wayne didn't mow his grass. Amen. Daddy was a smart man. And he wore something around his waist that was a tension getter. Amen. And can I tell you, Brother Kenny, we didn't take too many times of those licks, amen, that I thought, man, why did you go to Brother Kevin's house instead of mowing Daddy's yard? Amen. So my point is, church, don't put this off. When God's dealing with your heart, when God's got the fire of conviction hot in our heart and in our souls and in our mind. That's the time. I don't know about y'all, but when God's pulling on our heart, have you ever felt like God wanted you to go to the altar? Come on now. You felt God's pulling you to the altar and you look around and think, what will Brother Brian think if I go to the altar? What will Brother Leonard think if I go to the altar? He'll just know that I've been sinning. Well, that's okay. Can I tell you, Brother Mike, that's okay, because it ain't between you and Brother Henry. It ain't between you and Brother Jerry or you and Brother Larry. It's between you and Jesus, amen, because here's what's going to happen. Brother Rich has got to give an account for Brother Rich, but can I tell you, Brother Wayne's got to give an account for Brother Wayne. Can I tell you, if God's dealing with your heart, now's the time to stand up and come to the altar, amen. It ain't to wait until the end of the service. It ain't wait until song service. It ain't there. No, no, right now, right now, while it's hot, you need to come on to the altar. You don't need to look around and say, oh, the preacher's preaching on somebody else, but not me. Oh, Pastor, can I tell you, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. If the king would have said, oh, that is whose wife that is. Oh, I know who her daddy was. Oh, yes, I know who her granddaddy was and he'd have went and and joined up with Joab and went to fighting, Brother Larry, we wouldn't be having this conversation today. I know I'm not the only person in the room this morning, Brother Wayne, that's known people that started out well. But the Bible says something did hinder you. You started well, Sister Donna, but something has hindered you. Can I tell you that the, the devil don't care what he does and what he uses to hinder me and you. Brother Rayleigh From doing the work For the Lord Amen Because he The Bible said That he come but For three reasons To kill Steal And destroy Can I tell you And that's his mission Sister Peggy And that's what He's going to do Sister right. 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 Townsend so, How many times Maybe you're not Like little Wayne But I've been sitting In church And the man of God Be just preaching His heart out and Brother Leonard, the devil put a thought in my mind. I've often wondered if that's not the, the word that I needed right then from the Lord that the right, devil right. got my mind stirred off on something else. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're talking about a clean heart this morning. So now we're gonna move on and, and we all know the story that when Bathsheba told the king that he was, she was with child that David went into operation of, Brother Jerry trying to figure out a problem, amen? Yeah. So here's what he did, Brother J.T. He called Uriah Bathsheba's husband. You know, had, had, it would have been bad, no doubt, Brother Kenny, if, if the king would have just said, you know, I, I slept with your wife and, and ended it there. But sin don't always let you do that. Because something called pride, Brother Brian, sometime will keep us. Keep us bound hostage in a in a cell somewhere. but God will be dealing with our hearts, brother Chris, to to confess to God and and to whoever maybe we've done wrong to sister Melinda, but pride to rise up in us, Amen, and, and keep us from doing that, Amen, and and so He calls Uriah, and, and 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 He He He's come up with a plan now to to take care of Uriah. Le- Uriah, Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse eleven says, Uriah. David, when he, Uriah got there, Uriah checked, I mean, David checked on the troops to see how they were doing, Sister Edith, and, and told Uriah, he said, now here's what I want you to do. He said, now you've been fighting hard. He said, won't you go home and you rest yourself? Sounds like the devil, amen, to give us a plan, Sister Shirley, to, 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 to go home and rest, amen. But David was thinking, he wasn't looking out for Uriah. Sister Cricket, that wasn't his thought process at all. He didn't care one iota about this man called Uriah. David had to cover up his sins, Brother Jerry. I don't know about y'all's life, Sister Shannon, but in little Wayne's life. Every time I try to cover up things, I just make it a lot worse. Well there if I'd just admit, if I just if I'd have been home when Daddy got there at a quarter to six and said, Dad, just go ahead and whip me, we'd get this mess over with. But he'd wait, Brother Leonard, until I had supper. He knew I was worried about that all the way through supper. Amen. And then he'd light my little britches on fire. Amen. So in verse 11, it said, Uriah said unto David, The ark in Israel and Judah. Think about, think about who's really here is, is really the man in this whole conversation. Think about the, Uriah said, The ark in Israel and Judah abide in tents, and my Lord Joab and the servants of my Lord are encamped in open fields. Shall I then go into my house and eat and a drink and to lie with my wife as thou livest and as thy soul livest? I will not do this thing, Sister Jen. Aren't you thankful for men and women that will stand up flat-footed and look the devil in eyeball to eyeball and say, if you want to fight, we going to fight. Right. Amen. Can I tell you, the king was looking for a way to get in the back door, Sister Joy, and, and, and get his problem taken care of. He didn't care about Bathsheba. Come on now, church. All he cared about was his own hide. And God gave him an opportunity for ever to get off that intersection. But he walked right on through it. So since that didn't work, the next day, David said, look here before you go back. He said, let us throw you a big party. And the Bible says, Sister Melinda, that David got Uriah drunk. Come on now, church. Right. I wrote down here, sin will take you places you didn't want to go and cost you more than you was willing to pay. Right. Brother JT, all he had to stand up and give an account and said, i done this. Yeah. But he started conniving and, and, and trying to figure out a different way to do this thing. Somebody said one time, be sure your sins do find you out. Brother Kenny, sometimes sin will show up in your life. Amen? And you got to deal with it, Brother Jack. 2 Samuel 11 and 14 and 15. And think about this, Brother Chris. This is the king that's done reverted. His plan didn't work. It failed, Sister Joyce. So he had to revert to something else. And verse 14 said, And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand Uriah." Think about that. David wrote a letter. Wrote a death sentence, Brother Darrell. And gave it to the man. Come on now, church. This is a king. This is a man that, was, that the Bible said was a man after God's own heart. Brother Wayne, you know what I take out of this story is, is that if this could happen to this man. Come on now. There ain't nobody within the sound of my voice that can say this can't happen to me. I remember one time I had a young man come to me and he was a a boy that grew up with our family and and Brother Toby, he was just crying and he said, man, he said, my wife's left me and she wants a divorce and I don't know what to do. And can I tell you, Brother Toby, I just looked at him eyeball to eyeball and and I told him, I said, man, this could happen to any of us. That ain't the time to pick up stones and throw at somebody and say, you could have did this and you could have done that. But can I tell you, Brother Rayleigh, that that could have happened to me and my wife. Amen. There's been many of opportunities that honey could have just packed up her bags or packed up my bags and put them out on the street. But Brother Rich, I'm thankful for a God that stepped in and said, somebody's got to say, I'm sorry. Somebody's got to step up and say, it was my fault. The Bible said we ought to suffer the wrong. I wonder how many church splits we've had over the years that that if somebody would have just went to somebody and said it was my fault. If somebody would have just said, it wasn't you, Brother Rich, it was all on Little Wayne. But what we'll do is you'll sit, Brother Rich has sat on his side of the church and Little Wayne has sat on his side of the church and we'll both wind up going to hell because we won't say we're sorry and ask for forgiveness from each other or from God himself. For something called pride. But the man wrote the letter, Brother Dale, and gave it to the man and said, Take this back to Joab. Brother they he did that because he knew Uriah would do just what the king told him to do. Think about this, Brother Jack. He was carrying a death sentence in his hand. And I'm convinced, and I don't have a Bible for this, so y'all just play along if you don't mind. I'm convinced, Sister Chelsea, if Uriah would have opened the envelope, he would have still gave it to Joab. I just believe that because he was that kind of an honorable man. When he had an opportunity to go home after he'd been out fighting in the cold, he could have went home to a warm house and laid with his wife, Sister Melissa. But when he said, No, I'm not going to do that. You know this man was of a high character. And verse 15 said, And he wrote in the letter, talking about King, Set ye or Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire from him. Yeah. the junior is hard to believe a man that was known to have killed his 10,000. Right. Right. I wonder what, have you ever thought about, Sister Lana, what Joab must have thought about his king? Right. Right. Sister Betty, have you ever thought, yeah. Joab said, man, do you know what, you know what you're asking me to do. Yeah. Brother Richard, it wasn't no surprise to King David. He knew. What he was asking his man, his leader, to do. He said, I want you to retire from him that he may be smitten and die. Think about that for just a minute. Brother Danny, but, but now to me, this is salt in the womb here. So, so, so exactly the way it plays out, Sister Creek, is, is what happened. They backed up from Uriah. Obviously, he got killed. Joab sent a messenger back to the king and said, we've suffered some loss here. We got too close to the wall, but, but we're going to be all right. So this little servant goes to the king. Could you imagine taking this news back, Sister Melinda, to king? Because if he wasn't happy with your response, he could have you put to death. Listen to David's response in verse 25. Then David said unto the messenger, Thus shalt thou say unto Joab, Let not this thing displease thee. I can just picture in my mind, Brother Toby, the old king reached his arm around him. Said, Don't let this trouble you, buddy. Don't worry about it. For the sword devours one as well as another. Oh, oh, oh by the way, Brother J.T., make thy battle strong against the city and overthrow it. And encourage thou him. Well, Larry took care of that thing, didn't he? If you'll go on and read a few more scriptures, it says, Sister Betty, that when it was all over, Bathsheba had got her mourning, the king done what any responsible king would do. So, won't you just come on over to the palace? <laughs> just come on over to the palace, mean you're gonna, you know, you my girl. Come on over to the palace. But if you'll read just two sentences, in verse 27 the Bible said but the thing that David had done displeased the Lord see Sister Joyce, in the king's mind it was all taken care of he tied it all up in a nice little package Brother Leonard he put a nice little bow on it Sister Joy nobody I mean nobody knows now it's just me and Bathsheba I mean you know, Brother Pope, we got this thing, girly. We got this thing won. But can I tell you, Brother Richard, there's an all seeing eye. There's an all seeing eye. See, it don't matter what you do in the dark because the light sees it. Come on now. You, you can slip around and do this, or you, you, <laughs> you can come to church and raise your hands and jump and run around the church, and people say, Boy, our Brother Larry's on fire for God. But Brother Larry can get home and do what Brother Larry wants to do. Come on now, church. But that all see and I, Sister Sherry. The Bible said, but the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. And I'm hurrying on. There's a song on the radio that they play sometime. that says, thank God for the preacher. Because had it not been to the, for the preacher, I would be lost. So give me just a few minutes, I want to read to you in Romans ten, thirteen and fifteen, real quickly, and we hurry until a close. It says, For whosoever shall call upon the, the name of the Lord shall be saved, and, and how then shall they call on him whom they have not believed, and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear with church say without a preacher? Without a preacher. I remember one time Pastor, we was over at Mount Zion, he'd come over to help me out of many a time, sister Patricia. And and I, he won't mind me telling this on him. But he said, man, I would got through preaching. He said, I was hot, sweat, my socks, my, you know, my shirt was out of sorts. And, man, I just laid all I had out there for the people. And he said, you know, somebody stopped me after church and said, Pastor, do you know you had missed a belt loop? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Now, Brother Allen, the man of God prepared the meal. He worked, ain't telling how long he put time into that. And the best. That person got out of, Brother Larry, is the pastor, Mr. Belgrade. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Brother Kenny, can I tell you maybe the preacher didn't help him that day? But it wasn't because of the food wasn't there, Brother Rich. It's just he didn't have an ear to, to hear what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Sometimes we need to cut through it and listen to what thus saith the Lord, say amen. He was too busy worrying about the pastor and messed the belt loop. Says, Donna, can I tell you, the devil accomplished what he had pleased in that person's life. So how shall they hear without a preacher? Verse 15 says, how shall they preach except they be sent? And as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and glad tidings of good things. Aren't you thankful, Brother Larry? for a man and God that stand behind the pulpit flat-footed and just tell you what thus saith the Lord. Oh, aren't you thankful that he's not concerned about what's going in the offering plate or what might not go in the offering plate. He's not concerned about whether it makes the devil mad or makes the devil happy. Brother Danny, he's just worried about if God will be happy when it's all said and done. Because I heard a preacher say one time, he said, you understand that God's got the big recorder on up in heaven and he's recording every word that I'm saying today brother Mike and I'm going to have to give an account for that one day yes, I don't want a preacher brother Brian that's dictating concern about what goes in the offering plate right. Right. what I am con- what I want out of my shepherd is a, a shepherd brother Rayleigh said it'll lay at the mouth of the canyon and say look at here now ain't nothing coming in here today yes. Yes. today you're just not coming in here and you little sheep if you going out you're going to walk over me to get out of here Come on now, church. Aren't you thankful for a man of God to stand flat-footed and tell you what God tells him to tell you? He didn't look on the Internet and get the latest craze that was going on, but Brother Danny, he spent time on his face in the floor begging God for a word. Oh, we ought to be thankful for that. Amen. And I'm hurrying on to a close. I'm running out of time. This to me, and I'm going to get to it at Second uh, Samuel 12 and 7 8 to me some powerful powerful words but we all know the story that the man of God showed up to David's house brother Kevin and told him he, he told him a story sister Donna that he knew as a shepherd he could relate to amen aren't you thankful aren't you thankful that the God in heaven knows where he can talk to you at sister Peggy aren't you thankful for that Aren't you thankful, says, Melissa, if you've got sideways, we serve a God that can just get you right back on track. Yes, sir. Right. So he sent the man of God, Sister Cricket, with a word from him that would hit David's heart. And we all know the story, so I'll hurry through. The Bible said that there was a traveler come into town and come to a rich man's house. And the Bible said the rich man had exceedingly many flocks and herds. Sir Jen said he just, he had it running over. His cup runneth over and he was drinking from his seltzer. But the Bible said there was a poor man had only one little ewe lamb. The Bible said he nourished it. It must be like me and Brother Wayne. I'm sure this little poor man's name was Wayne. I'm just confident of that. The Bible said he nourished it. He said his children loved it. He said they the little lamb ate their same food. Says the lamb, That's my kind of man. And the Bible said that he even laid the little lamb in his bosom, Sister Amy. Who was unto him as a daughter? I'm telling you, that's my mate. Sister Chelsea, that's now honey I'll just tell you, she'll say, now she said this before, y'all don't hold this against her. She said, You love them animals more than you love me. (laughs) Ain't quite true, but there's a little bit. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) Cause here's the thing brother Brian when I come home they so glad to see me, see me she ain't always so glad to see me when I come home amen but, 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 but I can relate to this guy here brother Wayne cause he loved this little ewe lamb oh it was just part of the family and I don't know about y'all if y'all are an animal lover like little Wayne is but when mine when my little animals die sister Betty, I cry it breaks my heart that's why I'm getting out of animal business sister Kathy Amen. My little heart can't take no more of this. Amen. But but let me just tell you what David said. I mean, what Nathan told David. Aren't you thankful for the man of God in mind in your life? Because let me just back up Brother Larry and tell you that Nathan, had he thought about, maybe he didn't even think about who he was talking to. Because the king could have just commanded him. Come on now. Has the Lord ever sent you to talk to somebody and you just got scared and fall and? and just closed your hand and said, no, I'm not going to do that. But see, the man of God here didn't do that, Sister Cricket. Verse 7, and Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. See, Brother David, it's one thing for me to stand up here and preach to you about what God demands in your life. But it's another thing when I look and see these fingers pointing back this way. I understand it it, it applies to me. See, that's the great thing about the Word of God. Amen. it goes that way, Brother Chris, but it comes back this way. I don't know how many times, Sister Melinda, that God's put something on my heart to study out and come to find out it's just what I needed at that time for me. Somebody said one time, we must first be partakers of the word ourselves. Amen. The man of God, I just got to believe, stuck his little finger at him and said, Thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house. And thy master's wife into thy bosom. And listen to this, and I gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. Now think about this. If that had been too little. Without, he said, if that hadn't been enough, King. Man, man, if that hadn't been enough, Brother Mike, he said, I would have moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Brother Jerry, aren't you thankful for God? That can far exceed whatever you could think. Yes, yeah. You ask for just a little bit, he said, i he said, if you'll give, he said, I'll give back to you, pressed down, shaking, and running over. Right. Yeah. If you read in Malachi, he said he'd open up the windows of heaven. Yes. If you'll just bring your stuff into his storehouse. Right. I'm thankful he's I'm thankful for a God that can exceed our expectation have you ever got something from the Lord that you just thought about you really didn't even pray much about it sister Townsend and God just made it happen Hebrews 12 and 11 says no chastening now for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous nevertheless afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby You can stand and I close. We're talking about a clean heart. Psalms 51, 1 through 4. This is what David said. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. He said, blot out my transgressions, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin," he said. "For I acknowledge my transgression; my sin is ever before me." And think about what verse four says: "Against thee, and thee only, against thee, and thee." No, he didn't say it. Not against Bathsheba. He didn't say it against Uriah. Not against my own, my unborn child. Sister Sherry, he said, "Against thee." And thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy side. That thy minds be justified when thou speakest to be clear when thou judges. This I read and I'm through. Thomas Watson wrote, Till sin be bitter, Christ will not be sweet. Till sin be bitter, Christ will not be sweet. Join me in prayer.